the saying ops. abbreviation for opposition, basically defined as the people you're going up against. Genius data shows that the root word, opposition, has been appearing in rap for decades, going back to as early as the mid-1980s with New York rapper LL Cool J's Rock the Bells. As well as California's Dr. Dre in 1995. But op appearing in rap lyrics is actually relatively new. From 2011 until 2015, op's yearly mentions remained in the dozens, but exploded into the hundreds after 2016. Why? Well, the data yields one plausible reason the influence of Chicago's drill music scene. The first lyrical mention of op came in 2011 from Chicago rapper Chief Keef's cut, John Madden. Here's another Chief Keef cut from 2012. As well as Lil Reese's Us off of his debut mixtape, Don't Like. From 2012 to 2014, Op was used almost exclusively by Chicago rappers. The first lyrical mention by a non-Illinois artist came in 2013 from Houston's Maxo Cream. has covered the influence of Chicago's rap scene and specifically Chief Keef in the past. The data shows us that it's fair to ascribe the prevalence of Op to the Windy City. From the boom in 2016, Ops was off to the races with everyone saying it. From Lil Uzi Vert. All my enemies and my Ops ain't getting to Kendrick Lamar's surprise appearance on 2019's Revenge of the Dreamers 3. I woke up for some money. Hey, little bitch. Too many ops here. Tell me who you went. Hey. But lingo aside, in some cases, the ops weren't just people hating on the internet. It's changed the way the music felt because I was seeing the, the real cost of some of this, um, some of this violence. That's Josh McGee, a journalist for the Chicago Reporter. He's written dozens of stories about slaying young men during the city's ongoing gang crisis. Notably, this piece on rapper L.A. Capone, one of the earliest artists to use op. Josh told us what it was like speaking with Capone's mother after the rapper's death. I watched her throw away a birthday cake she had just purchased for him. She's never giving over this. She's never going to, to recover from the loss of her son, even if his music lasts forever. Genius found that of the many Chi-Town rappers who were amongst the first to use op, a lot of them have died in Chicago's ongoing gang crisis, a seemingly endless cycle of small feuds, violence, and retribution, sometimes exacerbated by the music. From Lil Jojo, gunned down in September 2012, to most recently Lil Mister shot dead in March 2019. the city recently had its most violent weekend of 2019. Effectively, for these artists, the ops were people in their own neighborhoods, not some folks hating on the internet. But Josh believes that the blame for Chicago's struggle stretches further than slang and drill. There's been a massive disinvestment on the south and west side that's been happening over decades. There's been the closing of more than 50 schools on the south and west side. There's been the, the ending of anti-violence programs, and there's been the cutting of social services in Illinois. But there are people who are trying to change things, like Chicago community activists.
activist Parrish Tree Brown. In the seven-year period of me being in this wheelchair, I've lost 14 friends. In 2012, Tree was shot while in a car in Chicago's west side. The bullets left him paralyzed below the waist. He told us how much of a struggle it was to not seek retribution. You feel like, oh, I want to kill, and nothing, just like all that. I just realized, like, man, I need to just let this go. So I let it go and start living my life after that. Tree works at Good Kids Mad City, an organization whose work runs the gamut from teaching gunshot first aid to children to restorative justice. Restorative justice can help youth learn how to resolve issues and fix harm without actually harming others in the process. But like Joshua said earlier, unless the system is fixed, finding a solution will be difficult. When you leave us with little to nothing, and I can get a gun quicker than I can get a job, what's that, what the outcome is going to be? As for op, Bolt Tree isn't a fan of its usage. They were really speaking on people who they felt in their heart and soul were their enemies. While these Chicago artists were often rhyming about personal rivals in their own neighborhoods, like any slang, it's grown far beyond its birthplace. Yeah, uh, okay, I'm in pocket now. Believe don't say much, there be ops around. I got two twin vibes turning into a dancer. I see two twin eyes leaving one of the band. Ops is people that I be hating, and I don't even know them. And while Chicago isn't the only music scene fraught with violence, it's fair to say that the term has become a reflection of a culture with real-life consequences. I'm Jacques Morel with Genius News, bringing you the meaning and the knowledge behind the music. going on out there so it looks like a new streaming service is headed you know um to us we got uh disney plus coming up a couple months from now november and i think that's pretty dope man you know i think um netflix is kind of i think they over with you know what i mean as far as services go you know they ain't really thriving as they once was and you got Hulu which is a fairly good one I mean I've watched it a couple times and seen a couple of shows over there that's pretty decent but for the most part eh, Amazon is there you know Apple TV coming out with a sort of streaming service but this Disney Plus joint I feel like it's going to be kind of dope from the perspective you got that and it's bundled with Hulu and um, what is it, National National Geographic or whatever? For like you know, thirteen bucks or whatever, and you're getting all type of original content. Got some Marvel shows coming. Of course, you get um, all the Disney shows, cartoons, movies, and things of that nature. A uh, couple original movies, original series. So I think that's gonna be pretty dope. You know, to uh, check that out. I'm kind of excited about Phase Four of Marvel. You know, I think uh, Phase 1 through 3 was kind of incredible. You had a couple duds there with a few movies. Uh, the first two Thor movies, um, some will argue Iron Man 3, um, debatable with Iron Man 2, uh, Captain America First Avenger was kind of slightly boring, uh, Winter Soldier and Civil War is fire, just great movies. Got the Ant-Man movies, Spider-Man, Far From Home, Homecoming, um, all the Avengers movies and things of that nature. So, I mean, to see that these series is going to be on Disney Plus, but I'm hearing it's like six episodes and it's going to be 
bi-weekly instead of binging them all at once for a season and personally um i really don't know how i feel about that you know because when you used to binging something and all of a sudden they want you to watch week by week i mean i guess that's a good way to stay up to date where you don't really miss anything but as far as me i like to binge you know some of the shows um they're gonna have on there just give me a minute real quick i'm trying to find it i know for one it's gonna be um the falcon and winter soldier show you got wandavision loki the what if series which i think is animated i'm definitely looking forward to that got She-Hulk, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and Hawkeye, so those are going to be all the Disney Plus shows, and I'm like, wow, I didn't really know what to expect, because once phase one through three was over, you was wondering, you know, since Iron Man died, Black Widow died, Captain America is basically old now, Vision is gone, you know, what was they going to do for phase four, and seeing how the TV shows is going to intertwine with the actual movies I think that's pretty brilliant because if you remember the Netflix Marvel shows it, they kind of was intertwined but the movies wouldn't acknowledge um, the TV series but the TV series kind of acknowledged the movies you know so I think that's pretty cool to be able to do that and the movies that's coming out I think are pretty damn good man I know I'm excited about a few of them, to say the least. Probably um, Doctor Strange definitely is one of the ones I'm hyped about. Um, What's another one? I'm just going off the top of my head, so you got to excuse me. Um, Thor 4, basically. I know that's going to be kind of different. You know, female Thor now. Um, so that's kind of <laughs> crazy in itself. You got Shang Chi, the Legend of the Six Rings. I'm kind of mad at that because Iron Man was supposed to have the villain, the Mandarin, and now you know we're not gonna see him with Iron Man. We're gonna see him, you know, with Shang Chi. Which, if that's what they want to do, I guess. Um, the Black Widow movie, that's another one where I feel like it's kind of 10 years too late, but at least we still getting it, you know, we got a new Blade, of course, it's no longer Wesley Snipes, I think his name is Mahersha Ali, you know, so that's pretty awesome, but I think that'll be out more or less in uh, 2022, 2023, 2024, sometime around there. We still haven't got um, the X-Men or the Fantastic Four introduced yet. So hopefully one of these movies will preferably the um, Doctor Strange movie with Wanda to introduce the X-Men somehow. Because if you know the House of M storyline, then you understand how that worked, you know, with Wanda. Yeah, man, as far as the movies, that's pretty much it on the Marvel side. I mean, DC got, you know, the Joker coming out, um, possibly 
Spider-Man is now back with Sony. I know they're working on a Morpheus movie. Um, of course, you got the Suicide Squad sequel or prequel or reboot, whatever you want to call it. You got Wonder Woman coming out. You definitely know it's going to be an Aquaman too. Still don't know too much about the Batman movie or the Flash movie. Um, so far as comic book movies, you know, they they there, you know, it's going to be a good time, I feel like, the next couple of years for comic book movies, and people didn't think that uh, they would last as long as they did, but I feel like they're still thriving, I feel like it's still a lot of comic book adaptations that they can really do, you know, storyline-wise, and I just feel like, I wish that they can just go do one-offs, where it doesn't have to be, like, um, a connected universe in a sense how Marvel did it because if you look at DC I feel like DC kind of have a better lineup when it comes to comic books and novels not to say Marvel don't but just DC it just some of the Batman stories are just so intriguing to me um the long Halloween that would make a great movie um the Court of Owls would be another one uh, Death of the Family, you know, Under the Red Hood. So I just feel like if we can just get some of these movies to be more or less solo joints, I think it'll be dope. You know what I mean? I still don't know why uh, DC has a streaming service, but they're not trying to take some of these comic books and turn them into like TV series. Because you know how they wouldn't have a Batman. Uh, in the movies, but then have a Batman, you know, uh, streaming show, because Gotham is no longer around, and we see how that played out with the Joker, but he's not the Joker, and some of the DC shows, I mean, I'm, Titans is okay, um, Doom Patrol, the Cancel Swamp thing, and I think it was something else they canceled, but they, they basically... The DC joint is just the average. It's not where it should be, you know, for as far as all the content they got. And I just feel like they have a lot of material to produce some great stuff. Because all the animated movies from the New 52 run, I, I purchased all of them, basically. I have all of them. And they do a great job with the animated department. And they just now getting up there with their movie department. Like, the last three movies that I felt were pretty dope was um, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Shazam. That was just a total surprise that those three movies, whether they sold good or not, were like great adaptations and great introductions um, as far as a feature film goes. And their animated department is just phenomenal. You know, The Death of Superman, The Reign of Superman... Uh, the Killing Joke was okay, minus the uh, segment with Batman and Batgirl. Recently, I just bought Batman Hush. I think that's a good one. Um, yeah, Justice League movies as well. You know, as far as the cartoon goes, you know, I, I do know that they have a lineup coming out in the next few years. I think the next release is going to be um, a Wonder Woman Bloodlines animated movie and next year I do know it's going to be a few Superman 
um, story, so I think that's pretty dope as well. So, as far as the comic book world, yeah, I think that individually DC and Marvel definitely has it together. Um, as far as actual other movies that I'm looking forward to this year, uh, It Chapter 2 definitely is the one that I'm anticipating the most. It looks intriguing. I remember the uh, 90s TV show. And I think they did a great job with the first part. And I do believe the second one will top that far as uh, horror goes and just an over, overall story at the end of the day. I don't feel like they should turn it into a, a part chapter three. I don't think it should be a prequel or anything like that. I think it should just end um, with part two. Uh, what, what else we got? Uh, Angel has fallen. I think that's the third entry and Olympus has fallen. London has fallen. I, I've seen it already. It's a great film. It, it kind of starts off rough, but I, it, I definitely think it picks up eventually. And the tri- the end of the trilogy is pretty good. So I think that movie is pretty dope. Um, I've seen Good Boys. That was kind of funny. <laughs> Seeing how it's like a younger version of Superbad. And it was a couple parts in the movie that I just felt like was like, ah, I don't really see kids doing that. You know what I mean? It's like, that was kind of crazy. I wouldn't say cringy, but it was just crazy to just see that. Uh, a movie that was weird as fuck to me was Midsummer. I watched the entire shit, and it was just weird. It wasn't that it was bad or it wasn't good. It just, I don't know what it was. I think I jumped maybe one time, and that was it. Um the suicide part kind of threw me for a loop to see that and when the guy didn't die and he was just standing there with his legs broken and he smashed his face in that part was fucking crazy I was like holy shit the way the friends all came there and they started disappearing one by one the ending was a trip um yeah and just how the girl lost everything from the beginning of the movie was just I didn't see that coming whatsoever I was like, yikes. And just the whole relationship with those two. The guy kind of wants to leave, but feels bad for the girl. The girl, at the end of the day, didn't save the guy because of how, I guess, she felt slighted that he kind of cheated on her or whatever. But, yeah, Midsummer was one of the movies to where it was like, what the fuck? I I don't understand what's going on. I didn't see Hereditary. I thought that was a trip. Just seeing how... I watched it up to the point till the sister got decapitated and I was like nope fuck that I gotta go and you know I turned it off so yeah I mean movies I'm, I love movies but I just don't enjoy going to the movie theater I think it's annoying the shit you gotta deal with in the movie theater from people laughing at shit that's not funny or when something is funny it's silence in the movie theater the obnoxiousness of people being on their cell phones, having conversations in the movie theater that's not about the movie, um, people that's falling asleep in the movie theater, so I just basically, if I can watch the movie for free 99, you know, on the internet, sue me, it is what it is, I'll watch it for free, and when it comes out on Blu-ray, I'll make sure I purchase it, you know what I mean, because I feel like you should have a choice, and if you want to see a movie, you shouldn't be forced to go to the movie, and then you pay 12, 15 bucks for a movie and it was trash. 
or it wasn't good you know what I mean so I watch them for free and if I decide it's good enough I will go in the movie theater and see it and I will go buy it you know what I mean so I support all the way around so it's kind of like I did something wrong by piracy but then I still go and support twice you know what I mean so I mean that's movies but as far as music uh what's newer music Taylor Swift album just came out it's alright it's not really Eh, it's not really all that A couple joints cool in there uh, Young Thug album is fire though That that was a pleasant surprise Just skimming through it at first And didn't really give it a shot Then I was like you know what let me just go back through it And check it out And it was definitely a, a fire album He finally hit his sales I think he did 150000 Which is good you know. So I'm proud to say Thug finally did what he did I'm not really too um, enthusiastic about his interviews the way he's saying the things he's saying as far as his career you know it, it, he definitely seems like the type of person that you see why he don't do interviews it, it seems like it's a little awkward for him you know the one thing that he said that was kind of crazy was like in the beginning he focused on just music himself he didn't care about what the fans wanted you know um, and that's probably why he felt that he wasn't selling a lot because he, he wasn't caring about the fans. He was just caring about himself. And this time he cared about the fans. And this recent album he put out is old music. There was this shit that was just in the stash. And he delivered it. Which is kind of weird to me. Because I'm like, well, why would you announce the album and market it like this is new music. And the music is like a couple years old. It's like he did five songs that was recent and the rest was old I'm like god damn so uh, where's high tunes at that album still his official debut still hasn't came out I mean regardless the music is dope you know what I mean who would have thought that he would be making better music than feature um Lil Wayne at that point and speaking of Wayne Wayne actually finished his funeral album and that should be coming up sometime soon I'm just hoping that um, it's dope. I don't really know what to expect because when Wayne does anything outside of the Carter series, you know how I'm not a human being. Um, rebirth. So, funeral, I, I mean, that just means death at the end of the day. So, it's just like him killing off a certain uh, personality of his and will be reborn or something like that I don't know I just I just hope the music is good because we haven't had an original Wayne album in a minute Carter 5 was old as hell you know what I mean so before that you had what the Carter 4 I guess as far as albums or uh I'm not even being too whatever project it's been a minute since we had a, a full-fledged album from Wayne so yeah just can't wait to hear that um a, good, a lot of good albums came out this year you know uh, Freddie Gibbs album Fire um, Lupe Fiasco another good one Pusha T is definitely dropping something new he's working on a new album Kanye looks like he's going the church route or spiritual route for his next album still haven't got Uzi album you know been waiting on that for like I mean it's been two years since Lovers Race 2 dropped so we're still waiting on that and I mean other than that a couple TV shows just went off Animal Kingdom was a good TV show 
uh, season finale was like a couple weeks ago. Definitely can't wait to that come back around. Queen of the South just ended. Um, that's dope as hell. Can't wait for that to come back around next year. Um, and some other shows that's going to be coming back around. Uh, Bosch on Amazon or Prime Video. That's coming back. Um, Stranger Things was okay this year. You know, it was all right. It wasn't bad, but I definitely want to see what they're going to do with Stranger Things 4. Uh, Glow Season 3 was okay. I'm waiting on San Clarita Diet on Netflix to come back because the last season kind of had me like, so it's a lot of more people out there than zombies. That's kind of crazy. Um, sorry, I'm everywhere with it right now. It's just, <laughs> uh, just a lot of things that I just wanted to talk about real quick. Um, football season's back in, so yeah. Other than that, um, that's pretty much everything I want to talk about for now. You know, maybe something else will pop up and I may actually get to it, get around it, but yeah, just music, movies, the culture, fashion, Forever 2 and 1, I think it's going bankrupt, they about to close, Jordan Brand's still on some bullshit with the releases that he's dropping, you know, I ain't really seen nothing that's fire lately, um, so yeah, if you enjoy what I'm doing, go ahead and show some support, share the podcast, and I'll be getting y'all at a later date, man. Stay in tune. One.